Yes. What's and up? We are back. We. We, we are, back. are back. I miss you guys. <laughs> I just walked in. I was like, Tommy, give me a hug. It's been a long time. Because <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's going to be long. But since we do it every two weeks, yes. it really, it like turned into so a So it's been month. a month yeah. since I've been on and recording. Exactly. And so much has gone on. So much has gone on. What's um, up, guys? I miss you all. I hope y'all miss my voice. Of course. Just in case they <laughs> forgot who you are. Who yes, are you? I am India Cook. And I am What's Tommy up? Mitchell. And we are the, the Run, Run Duo. Duo. What's up, All guys? right. Before we get going with our little shenanigans, yes. we do have a guest this week, Brandon Alexander. He is um, the starter of B-Fit, so we'll talk to him a little bit later. Awesome. But we got to catch up with India. <laughs> Yes, a she lot. be doing. I she be, be doing things. She be inspiring people. <laughs> she be running races. You know, I mean, you I just do be a little in bit. These streets. I do a little bit. I do a little bit. Yes. Trying to stay, you know, trying to stay active in this run community, but do it in different ways. Yeah, that's exactly. my goal in life. Okay, gotcha, so, gotcha. Yeah, well, we got we got a lot to cover. Where, yes, where you want to? Where you want to start? I'm you know, what you, you tell me off. what you want to start. You, I feel like you about to interview me. Well, you know, um, see, India. <laughs> Oh lord! Maybe I should have said that. Her boo is not a runner. (laughs) No, he's not. But I happen to be scrolling through my Instagram, and lo and behold, India done running a race with her boo. I did. Yes. How did that go? Disclaimer. Mm -hmm. Um. So boo works. Let me say this: He ran the Mercedes Benz. 5k for a reason because that is his company that he works for so, so he was like uh oh, i guess i can run this race since it's <laughs> you know my job so of course he was like okay i'm gonna do it mm-hmm. um he tried to cop out on me because it was super cold okay and you know what india did i went to all the stores and got him a shirt i got him oh. gloves. i got him tights i got his shorts because i was like you are not gonna have any excuse well first of all he said that he wanted to wear a sweatshirt and i was like you are Ooh, not wearing no dang sweatshirt listen y'all know i was like y'all will not you will not be looking like an amateur wait was like, up with me. let me tell you before we get out of this car yes. do not embarrass me i was like you will not so the whole week i was getting him together the whole time mm-hmm. tommy he was like oh i'm just gonna walk run i don't run like that he did a um a work competition uh-huh. like a couple weeks prior before the race uh-huh. and he ended up running like five miles yeah. with some guys that Obviously, we're super fast because he ended up running like a 10 minute mile, and the guys were like, You were just above a walk. And I was like, What? <laughs> wow, they threw I was shade. like, They threw a lot of shade. <laughs> and I was like, Well, you. I must be snailing it because I'm not running 10 minute miles. But anyway, um, so he does not think running is fun. He doesn't understand why we do it, but he mm. supports me, but does not uh-huh. understand. But he said, Okay, I'm going to do this 5K. So he said he was going to run walk about a half, not even a half of my end. He took off. He took the off and I saw spirit. him at, yes, his competitive ego, spirit took competitive over. spirit, him and Jerome and Marquesa, we all uh-huh. started together mm-hmm. and they took off and I saw him at the finish and he did a sub, sub 30 minute mile, um, 5k. So he really? did really, really well. So this was his first, second time doing the race, but the first mm-hmm. time he did it, he just walked it the whole time. Gotcha. He had no intentions of running. He walked it with some coworkers. So this was his first official 5k running. So it was a good, good time. He wasn't next to me the whole time. Just a little bit of the beginning and i was like bye 
So he enjoyed it, and he um, he's like, don't don't think that this is gonna consistently happen. Really? But he, yeah, he didn't but enjoy it that much when he, he wanted to come he's and like, start don't, the trail. He's you? like, don't get used to this. this. Is exactly what he said when I crossed the finish line. And I was like, I'm so proud of you. He was like, don't get used to this. But okay, he give did him, say give him a he, he was him, gonna yeah. do the Peachtree Road Race, and he wants to sign up for ATC so he can get in the Peachtree. So I'll take that. I'll take that. Okay. I, listen, honestly, guys, I don't need him to be a runner. I'm okay with running being my own hobby. Well, that's what you have because you said this before yes. that you don't your mate doesn't have to be a no, runner. No, 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 no. Um, Fitness, yes, and he works out five days a yeah. week, so I'm okay with that. You don't have to, but be but then actually be a runner, right? Well, Heather says the same thing all the time. She's like, yeah. if I leave you, yeah, she's like, I would probably date somebody that doesn't run. Exactly, but Heather does. It's totally she do it because she want to run 16 miles and somebody be like, oh wow, <laughs> where I'm like, yeah, I ran 16 too. <laughs> yeah, he is very surprised at the stuff that I do. But exactly, that's and I can understand why somebody would want that because mm-hmm. that is a big. I thing. don't want that. I just know what it is to date a runner. I'm not here about that. I'm not about that life anymore. <laughs> not about so that anyway, life. Yes. Oh, before we go any further, happy Aww, birthday yes. to you. Y'all I appreciate know it. she turned 21. Yes, I did. Forever 21. <laughs> Forever 21. I How turned. was your first drink of liquor? How was it? was amazing. Amazing. You do anything fun for your birthday? I actually, Bae threw me a surprise party. So it was oh, great. Yeah. Cool. It was a surprise skating party. So it was awesome. Ice skating or rink? Roller rink. Roller rink. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that sounds fun. Took me out to dinner and then was like, well, he just said wear tennis shoes and um, sneakers and I was like I mean he wore, he said wear sneakers and jeans and I was like mm-hmm. okay where are we going and he took me out to dinner he was like our next destination is you know where are we going and he wouldn't tell me and we got there and like all my friends were there so but well, not so- all of them because you guys weren't there but <laughs> that's oh, yes. so sweet that was very very nice yeah. I was super surprised yeah and that my was- friends kept it a huge secret like I was like I just talked to y'all they where um what day was your birthday on? Was Friday. It okay, so it was Last Friday. Friday. Okay. It was 22nd. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so thank you. So don't forget to uh, send all your presents and everything. Yeah, everything. It's not too late. It's give not too cards, late. cards. You know, electronic gift cards are great. Mousefromindia at gmail.com. Take it Send it all. all over. Now, um, what other adventures did you have while you uh, or were away from the podcast? Yeah, so I actually did Ultra Boost. Excuse me. Ultra Boost had an event. It was actually, they marketed it initially for women. Um, mm-hmm. And so it was the she fit um event um and it was a pop-up basically a pop-up 5k and so it was adidas adidas running and dick sporting goods that did a collaboration Uh uh-huh so I did that 5K. It was really good. It was it was a little far. It was in at the Kennesaw Dick, so off of Barrett Parkway. So oh, it was a little far yeah. for us that live in the city of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was they a good a decent time. crowd. I saw it was a really pictures. decent crowd. Yeah. They had good. We had ability to run in the Ultra Boost sneakers. Did you? Did you try them out? I have them. I didn't need oh, to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I didn't do that, but we were able to do that. They had like the pictures and everything were amazing. We had some pretty good swag. We didn't know we were getting medals, so we got medals. Uh-huh. So it was a lot of surprise thing. They gave us Adidas back. Like it was a lot of good things, and it was all about empowering and you know helping others. So yeah. it was a really good. It was pre-event. a cold day too. It was a freezing. Yeah, day. I do remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a really so cold day. it was really really good. So I really enjoyed myself. I just said that say um, Adidas is trying to make a bigger stamp in Atlanta okay. um, because I know that and that's not saying because I know some people has DM me about since I've gone to that event mm-hmm. if Adidas is bringing Adidas runners to Atlanta because Adidas runners is in California and in New York, York yeah. um, but they have not said that they're bringing it to Atlanta but I can't I won't doubt that they're doing some pilot 
pilot type stuff trying yeah. to see how well because indeed i wouldn't there are a couple run clubs here in atlanta that are connected to adidas adidas like mm-hmm. atlanta run club is a club that usually meets out in the doorville Buford highway area not okay. far from you and, and i um they do a lot of adidas stuff let's yeah. just say that so they're kind of they are connected with adidas but there's not many clubs or anything that are connected with adidas and i think atlanta would do well with Adidas runners in Atlanta, but they, they want to know that there's going to be a big presence. Well, I think for the actual Adidas runners, just going by that they started in L.A. and now they're in New York, mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking Chicago or Miami yeah. would probably be their next city that yeah. they would probably go to. But I think that's that's my con- – that not concern. That's my issue. Atlanta is a huge hub for running, but, you, yeah. but why don't we have a bigger stamp in some of the sponsored – like run areas and and that's a question for our listeners that's a question that me i know Tommy, you and i talk about yeah. it before like we should have a bigger presence being that we do have a lot of running going on but i think it's a lot of internal stuff and we all have to, we have to be more collective than so so many silos i think that yeah. that is something that um some of the brands would want to see but we need to make a stamp in atlanta well and i mean with the atlanta track club Going Mizuno, mm-hmm. I think that probably has a little bit to do with it you too. Think so? I that's what I would think, but once again, I mean, of course, to us, Atlanta is you know, I wouldn't say the big city, but like you, you go to Dallas. I yeah. mean, I think Dallas is a bigger place uh, in Atlanta to it's me. It's hard to find run groups in Dallas. Like really? when I was out there for a while, there uh-huh. was a, there was, I forgot what the run group is called, but there was a run group out there that I was trying to connect with, but they ran, they had like off seasons and stuff. I'm like, who does that? Well, that's not what I'm used to. <laughs> well, in Atlanta, because you pretty much can run year round. You can in run Atlanta. year round yeah. in Atlanta. So yeah. when they told me, because I was going during the wintertime and yeah. I was trying to connect with the group and uh-huh. they was like, oh, we're in off season. We don't start back up in the spring. And I was a little confused, <laughs> but that's not to say that there are run, not run groups out there. The yeah. run groups that I was able to Google let Uh me say that because what you do have to realize is that sometimes you know you can Google run groups and if they're not on the map or don't have a website you're not going to get them yeah and that's how it is in Atlanta there are so many run groups in Atlanta that people just don't know don't even know about yeah that's true I mean I think we do have a, a I mean I think a lot of times when they um like do the the running cities. Mm-hmm. I think Atlanta's always in the top ten. Yeah, top yeah. ten, but yeah. not, I don't think top five. So I no. think that a lot of the big name running companies, even yeah. Nike, like they usually try. I know that they piloted several years ago to try to do Nike running here. And yeah, and it that kind of flopped as well. Well, I mean, I mean, these other cities are big because, like, a lot of times I go, well, you know, Atlanta's so spread out, but mm-hmm. shoot, if you New York, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a huge city. Yeah, but and you New know. York right now has so many run groups that are with. Um, Adidas and then Under Armour. Under Armour is huge up there. Okay. So I think that like Harlem Run is Under Armour. Yeah. A lot of, you know, District Running Collective is Under Armour. So there's a lot of, you know, well, well, that's in DC, but it's like a lot yeah. of the ones that I know of are Under Armour as well. So. Well, I think Under Armour really made a concerted effort to try to start these groups mm-hmm. because I know when I ran, you know, you know, Buddy Love. Yeah. Um, when I used to run with Buddy Love, his group was basically uh, sponsored through Under Armour. It mm-hmm. didn't, you know, quite look. Li- quite quite catch on i think mainly because i think running groups that are that are anchored with a store of some kind Mm -hmm. do better yeah yeah and i think that that's like that that adidas event that i went to was connected with dicks yeah so there is going to be it's easier to connect it and also the marketing piece that's connected to it is easier to do it through a store yeah when you're anchored so i think that you definitely have to do that and of course they look at numbers um they definitely look at numbers so of course yeah now um do we want to go right to Mary or we got, you got something else? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, we can. I mean, it's worth. So, so this is actually a story that's. I mean, when did she originally do the New York Times article or the video? It with was New York the, the beginning of November. Yeah, so, so it's been a couple weeks it's now, been a few and I, weeks. we haven't been able to talk about it. But it's definitely a story that needs yeah. to be talked about. So it turns out that both Indy and I both heard the uh, podcast um, "Clean Running, Clean Sports, Clean Sports" mm-hmm. is the name of the podcast that she went on, and it was a really good interview mm-hmm. um, that she did with another runner. Um, that also ran with Nike at one mm-hmm. time. Kara so, Goucher. Yeah, Kara mm-hmm. Goucher. So it really was a good interview because I felt like she was able to speak to a lot of things that Mary was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, But just kind of... And it's Clean Sport Collective. I'm yeah. sorry, for those that are wanting to look it up, it's Clean yeah. Sport Collective. Yeah, it's a really good interview. And if you haven't heard mm-hmm. it, you should definitely, definitely go, go, go listen, listen to, to it. Because it. Um, you got a lot of good information. And regardless of where you sit on the whole issue, it gives you because you're hearing it from the horse's mouth. Right. And let's just a really quick because I don't want to go into a full thing because I know we're limited on time. But mm-hmm. for those that may not know. So uh, Mary Kane is a very well-known elite runner. She's superstar out of superstar, high school, straight out of high school, just born to be fast. Mm-hmm. Um, she was connected and was a runner under Nike Oregon Project, who we also have talked that um, Alberto Salazar was a coach. Mm-hmm. And it it after he was suspended or has been suspended mm-hmm. because of his d- the doping allegations or you know find found guilty for that. Mm-hmm. It, she has now come out and says that he was and she this is her words this is not my words this yeah. is not Tommy words yeah. that he abused her through the process basically telling her that she was not the correct weight she's not going to get faster she's not going to be able to do things because of her weight mm-hmm. basically mentally abused her in expressing that she was never going to be the right weight. And this caused her to basically go into kind of a depression, not kind of a depression, go into depression, um, including self-harm, which is cutting. She was going, she was cutting. She Mm -hmm. was not eating right. And with the result of that, she lost her, her menstrual cycle. And for ladies that listen to this, you know, if you are training, if you're overtraining and you start to lose your cycle, go to the doctor, please. Cause that is not something that should be happening. Um, That's not normal unless you have a, a medical condition that you're aware of mm-hmm. but she basically explained all the things and gave stories about how alberto basically told her that she would never amount because of her weight and was really focused on yeah. her her weight and she focused on her weight and not the times and the unfortunate part about it is that he was he was manipulating as well as being very rude and nasty to her in front of several other athletes that are current athletes of Nike Oregon, as well as ones that are no longer there. And a lot of the athletes now have come forward to say, you know what? We recognize this. We saw that this happened, but we didn't know what to say. We didn't know how to say it. Um, And Mm -hmm. then people are also talking very negative about her because she was quote unquote emotional through this process. And, Obviously, some mental health stuff set in when you're getting abused by your coach that also has your career dangling by his own fingertips. So, well, now from my listening to it, and I I got to listen to it because I sometimes I'm doing tasks at work where I can just listen to things mm-hmm. and just keep doing whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I was ha- you know half listening and half doing whatever I was doing at work. And anytime that I hear anything anything with running, um, mm-hmm. I actually always want to ask somebody who doesn't run. Okay. I, I like talk because I have some friends at work and mm-hmm. I, you know, I'll go to them and say, okay, this is what's going on. Tell me what you think. Mm-hmm. And they kind of, and now of course, I was talking to all men. These oh, are all dudes. Okay. That I, was I want to talk about that piece because there's a whole <laughs> female part. Of well, it. let me just say this. First off, 
if if nobody gets anything from this other than if you're a parent and you have a child, check the coach for you know. Make sure you 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 um check this coach and make sure he's the best thing for your child. But let me ask you this: I'm uh-huh. being the devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Yes, check the coach. Like I I understand that. Yeah. But Nike's name says so much in the running community without checking any credentials. And what I mean by that is that when you say you're a Nike runner, it's like, oh, when you say when you're out here wearing all Nike, oh, when you're out here wearing these four hundred dollar shoes, oh, you know what I'm saying? So there is, that, is, is that a, what you say when you see people? No, nah, I don't say it, but I'm just saying like <laughs> Nike has this elitist name around them. Yeah. So when you're do- when you're when a coach for Nike approaches your daughter yeah when things aren't going so good in high school and says hey i would like her to come run with nike how much checking are you doing or are you just saying oh shit like nike is asking for my daughter so the realisticness of that is how much are you checking if it's nike behind it i'm just saying i understand what you're saying Mm -hmm. but it's your child i get it because she went as a she was not an adult no, when she, she was, originally she was in high she school. She was in high school, mm-hmm. which is a whole nother point that I kind of and she had to go to Oregon, Portland to yeah yeah because I really never caught on why she quit the high school team. So what she explained in the podcast uh-huh. was that she was not getting. In her words, she was not getting the recognition that she needed through the high school team. So it seemed mm-hmm. like what what I from what I took from the podcast was mm-hmm. that there was some other people on the team. She then came on the team and now she's kind of taking some of their spotlight. And of course, it's kind of how it is when you when you have parents that mm-hmm. their child or paying for a spot or, yeah. you know what I'm saying have already had this presence you got this new girl that's taking over the spotlight they start to shun you is what it what was explained to and she from decided what I she understood. did not want to be on and the she team. decided I didn't want to be a part of that but yeah. I mean if you're in high school and you can't you're you're winning these things and your coach is like not she's trying running, to push she's, you she's running records she's running records yeah. in high school yeah. and your coach is not trying to give you the recognition or you, the people on your team is not trying to give you the recognition and nike calls you of course you're gonna be like forget y'all i'm well, running she'd already actually quit because she yeah. said and i remember in the podcast she goes well i was thinking about not running in high school and mm-hmm. then just they were gonna just contact coaches directly and right. say hey i got two more years before i can come to your school mm-hmm. but which honestly she probably could have graduated early and gone to college if she really wanted to. But I mean, at the end of the day, like when you say you're going to be contacted by Nike, you're going to be running for Nike. That's like the top. But that's why I'm saying, Mm -hmm. that's why I'm saying, I don't care if it's Nike. I don't care if it's Adidas. Y'all need to check. Check the coach because a lot of this now, yes, the part about um, a lot of stuff where she was reaching out to people and they were, I don't say they were ignoring her, but they were not doing what they needed to do. So we all know, and of Mm -hmm. course, as a previous mental health professional, Mm -hmm. When people show you signs of depression, when people show you signs of harming themselves, mm-hmm. 90% of the world don't know what to do, right? Mm-hmm. So they rather just be like, oh, I hope you get better, give you a pat on your back, or they might as well not say anything, or they feel like they don't need to say anything because they mm-hmm. don't know what's the next action. We're not taught enough on the actions. Like, would I, what would I have done? It would have been a totally different situation if I was next to Mary and yeah. she had done that, right? But there's such a taboo around mental health to where we don't talk enough about what should be done, who you should contact. And it's not just, I don't think it's just a taboo around mental health. I think it's a whole culture of athletics. Of course. You got, you're not tough enough. 
Right. So that, 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 that conversation part, was had yeah, as well. Yeah. So they were saying that people were upset because Mary was crying and she was emotional after every run. Yeah. She couldn't mentally get herself together. They had to change the, the, the court, not the course, but the different, um, the workout around because Mary couldn't keep up or whatever, but it took a toll on her. But mm-hmm. then you have to also think about it. All these other athletes that are also Nike athletes, what are they trying to do? They're trying to keep their spot on the team as well. Mm-hmm. So they're going to do whatever they have to do to show out. And if she is pulling them down, she's well, going to get frustrated. I people also are think get there was, uh, and I mean, when I hear about these people talk about, you know, Alberto Salazar, he was like a father. I, I guess I just never went there with a coach. I've never been, had that kind of, I, I loved all my coaches, wrestling, football, basketball, whatever. Right. You know, I loved mm-hmm. all my coaches. But uh, I I never thought of him in that way. But so, I think what you have to think about mm-hmm. with the Nike project, those these in these athletes, and I hope I feel like I need to say this: none of this is right. What people are doing, the ignoring, the mm-hmm. any of that stuff is right. But I think what we have to think about when people work or are athletes for the Nike Oregon project, they live in this city. She uprooted her life to move there. Yes. And so you do take on a different thing. When you have a coach in high school, you go home to your parents and they're Mm -hmm. still parenting you. Yeah. Whereas she moved there to be a part of this team. And basically that person is your father figure who you're communicating with all the time. So it was very interesting how that played out. And of course, you know, I know that he released a statement and said, Oh, well her doc, her parents are doctors, da, 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 da. But it doesn't matter what profession you're in. If you don't know what's going on. Well, and also I think a little bit, I mean, you know, of course him browbeating her, mm-hmm. that, that's the part that a lot of the people that I talk with that aren't runners, that are men, Dude, I can't tell you how many. I mean, I've never actually been cussed at by a coach, mm-hmm. but browbeat mm-hmm. in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. Dude, I had a coach toss me down the court once. Yeah. And so we were kind of like, the part that I was up, I wasn't upset about what he was talking about or weight because there's some coaches that do believe that weight equals faster. A lot of coaches. Yeah, a lot of coaches 90% believe that. 90% of that. I so mean, if, that's, if the coach in his mind thinks that is the way to get this girl faster, this woman faster, that's what he's pushing. But there's a way to go about that. And that is not that how into, he was doing it. Well, he was trying no. to give her birth control pills to stop certain things as a dieting regimen. And that's not the other as, side I was going to talk about. Okay. The other side is I, I don't mind him getting at her about the weight loss. I don't mind that part. Mm-hmm. The part I mind is once you see that this woman is not handling this correctly, mm-hmm. where's the psychologist? Right. Where, where's somebody to come in? I'm not saying Alberto got to do it. Mm-hmm. But you need to get a professional sports psychologist or someone on the team. Now I'm talking about Nike. Right. Now I'm talking about, oh, great Nike. You trying to tell me you don't have anybody? Or a nutritionist to make sure they're eating appropriately and all of this because she was was, not eating right. So there should be a sports psychologist on the team. There should be a nutritionist on the team. There should be, even if it's not a sports psychologist, like there should be other employees on this team for it to be Nike. And I think that's where in the podcast they mentioned, they said, Nike is a company made up of individuals. And mm-hmm. I think that there may be 10 individuals that work for Nike. And of course mm-hmm. we know there's hundreds more, but there may be 10 individuals that work for Nike. It could be eight of those or seven of those individuals that have a good head, but it's going to be those four other individuals that don't, that could bring, that could be situations like this that are Alberto's. And mm-hmm. it's, and it's very unfortunate, but there has to be a way that there's more things to be watching because weight is an issue in running. Yeah. When you look at the starting lines of these races, they don't look like me. They don't look like you. Mm-mm. 
But how do these runners keep that? And I'm not saying every skinny runner is out here, you know, having yeah. mental health issues and having yeah. issues battling with binging mm-hmm. and, you know, issues with eating because that's not the case. But how much of the running community is dealing with that? Because there's such a stigma on being a certain weight and producing a certain performance. And I think it's something that's missed. And I think a big part of that is because a lot of run coaches out here, a lot of people that, and especially for the females, mm-hmm. there are so many limited female coaches, especially in the higher up. Yeah, it's, definitely. There, there are very few limit. There's very few women coaches and people that are in these places, even sports psychologists and things of that nature. There's less women. And so it's hard to go to another man and say, you know what? I haven't had my period. Like it's hard as a woman to go to another man to explain well, see, that. So what, even well, if that was the first thing that happened, this is what confused me. Cause like they don't get physicals. Now he doesn't do a physical. He, a physical is not going to ask you necessarily. Let me ask you. So you're saying they if do you, test uh, for your site. So they okay, say, when's the last time say. you I had a period? Uh, yeah. However, think about this. If the doctor's in cahoots with the how, if a doctor's in cahoots, listen to this. If a doctor understands that as runners, we lose our cycles, right? Like not every runner does, but yeah. it can happen. Uh-huh. There are some women that are irregular. irregular so mm-hmm. she can go into the doctor and say, oh, I'm usually irregular. So it's fine. And it can be dismissed. Uh-huh. But the other piece of it is that if the doctor is in cahoots with Alberto, and I'm not saying this is what happened. I'm saying it. what if. Oh, I thought and she she's had explained, no. And she's explained <laughs> or that she has not had a cycle. That doctor can just dismiss it. That doctor does not have to do anything. Now, is that ethical? No, it's not. But you well, have to think about Nike as mm-hmm. a culture. Like, if this is the culture of the company to be treating people like this. If it is, I'm not saying that it is. Uh-huh. If it is the culture, there's more people than Alberto that's in this company that are doing things of this nature. Well, no, I don't think because um what's the other the, the group the the training group that um that what's her name? The shit uh Flanagan is going to. That training group. Mm-hmm. I can think about talking about Yeah, head. but they um they haven't had any reports right like this. So I mean, mm-hmm. I think it was mostly Nike, um, Oregon project under Alberto, Alberto. Mm -hmm. but that's my point when picking a coach, some coaches are different. Mm -hmm. My just for an example, cause like I said, I I don't mind someone getting in, getting in your ass Mm -hmm. about something. I have no problem with that. Right. But, Maybe that's not the kind of coach you need. Yeah. She's going to Nike um, Bowerman. Yeah, Bowerman. I wanted to make sure. Yeah, Bowerman. So I haven't heard any reports out of them with anything close to this. I don't think this is the last one, though. You don't think what? This is the last report. Like, I feel like when stuff starts to hit the fan, it becomes more than multiple. I'm not saying it's Mm going to happen in that track club at all. I'm just saying, like, it it took Mary... Kane saying mm-hmm. something about what she had going on for other athletes that we know of that's mm-hmm. been on the line with her that's that's run these marathons that we talk about to say you know what yeah that happened to me too I don't work for Nike anymore but that happened to me too it took her saying that so how many how much other people out here are going to have that confidence to do the same thing Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, it takes one person to have the confidence to rat somebody out or to say, you know what, this was happening to me too. I'm over it. And even Mary Kane said it. She said it took his his doping charge to for come to out say, for me to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Say, you know what, I'm. Let me just mention this too, because me, right now she's in a good place with running. She's running. She's fine. She mm-hmm. is expected to be on the line again soon. So it's it's not as if she's just like, well, I'm down. So I'm about to put you down. No, she's doing fine in the running community, but she felt as if she needed to explain this. Well, yeah. And once again, I, I'm more of 
there should have been other things in place mm-hmm. for her to reach out to. Right. Because when she said the story about how she couldn't get through uh, training mm-hmm. without crying, I'm like, there's no way I could stand. I mean, that's just me. I, mm-hmm. I've never, I've never coached an elite athlete, so I have no idea right. what their mental state is. Right. But or what their practices exactly. Look like. But mm-hmm. India, if I'm out with you running speed work and you just breaking down crying like every five minutes, I'm like, it's gonna be to, a whole. We yeah, need, let's we need talk. to stop. Something's going, right. something's going on. We mm-hmm. need to talk. We need to slow. Assistant was, coach need to come and finish the ex- team. Exactly. Wow, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was talking about jumping out of where was she? I think she was at like a national meet of some kind, mm-hmm. and he said something to her about eating breakfast and she gained five pounds which mm-hmm. is ridiculous yeah she um, ate some waffles and he explained the reason why she did not perform the way that she should have is because she had those waffles yeah exactly so so i mean there are a bunch of signs out there so i'm not saying alberto is um it's not his 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 fault because he should have seen the signs i don't mind if but if his technique is to be an aggressive coach some people need an aggressive coach but, but aggressive once, coach once does not mean abuse, though. But like that, the, telling, there's, you, telling there's you to lose two, weight is not abuse to me. But his level of it was excessive. Are you serious? Okay, like then, to reprimand mm-hmm. someone in front of other the way that she was explaining to reprimand her in front of other individuals i agree there are some coaches that are going to say what they need to say in front of other people but i think the piece that he missed is looking in between the lines because the way that she explained it is if there was so much that she was Mm -hmm. displaying that this isn't right this is not right i'm not okay i'm not able to do this i can't get through this workout i can't get through this treadmill thing so that's where he missed yes but i think as a culture, why is it okay for coaches to be out here doing that to anyone, female or male? And I think as in general, there needs uh-huh. to be some checking with that. Well, I'm not saying like, I understand I, you got to coach a little hard, but I think that there are thin lines. How, how someone coaches Tommy is not going to be the same way that you can coach India. Exactly. That's, that is, that's exactly what I'm saying. Okay. Some people need Alberto Salazar to do what they need to do. She was not a person that should have been coached by Alberto There needs Salazar. to be some sensitivity training yeah. to coaching. I mean, well, at the end of the day. There needs wanna, to be. If you're an elite athlete, no. yes, yes, I'm what sorry. What are you about to say? If you're an elite athlete, if you if, if you don't want to be an elite athlete, if you don't want to have to deal with, because once no, you're at that level, Tommy, no, no, no. Oh, my once goodness. Once you're at that level, you're going to have to deal with something. No. Dude. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I, I, want you to, I want you to go to a football practice. Just no, any. You I, go to a high school football practice. I am not negating yeah. the yeah. fact that you are going to get your ass handed to you okay. when you get there to a go. certain level. Okay. That's all I, I want to hear. Wait, all uh-uh. Right. That's mm-hmm. not. I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But there also are certain levels to that. Like we are elites, not paid, not we're still humans. So at the end of the day, there's some stuff that you just can't. And honestly, as an athlete, if you can't, you shouldn't. But that doesn't mean that the coach is okay for doing that. The coach, he explained, like she explained that she felt that she was too many emotions, too much this, too much that. Do you know how many emotions women go through on a consistent basis? There's so much to it. It does not mean that it's okay. Just because she's an elite and is higher than me and you does not mean that what he did was okay. And it shouldn't be a feeling of you're an elite so deal with it it shouldn't be that no there needs to be more sensitivity training more understanding of your um individuals and your your coaching staff as well as your athletes there needs to be more seen on that and not putting what money they're making for you as a hierarchy for their health that's what i have a problem with it shouldn't be that no it should be i should say when you say go beyond yes there should be any physical abuse he shouldn't be grabbing people and throwing people around but 
if he's an aggressive coach and that's his style and it has worked, he's going to continue to do it. I'm going to agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say that because we we could go on for this all day. Emotional abuse, and I'll end on this. Emotional abuse can be just as bad, if not worse, than physical abuse. I'm going to leave it at that. So people... You can get all in somebody's mind and never lay a hand on them. So True. at the end of the day, there needs to be some better coaching, better sensitivity training, all that around it. And he shouldn't be doing it. Regardless, no coach out here should be knowing it. There are ways. Yes, there needs to be tighter. There, You're going to have to get a different rough up. It is. Like, yes, as an elite, because you're expected to perform. Like, yeah. your expectations are very different. So I get it. But we agree to disagree on that. <laughs> And that's okay. We can agree to disagree. Trey better get it together because I'm going to be in him. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be in my kids too. No, I'm going to be that mom. But I'm not going to be, a I'm gonna be emotionally s- and physically abusing my the child. Opposite. I will never coach my child because I don't want to I don't want to be that person. Okay, I'm all hot over here. Lord Jesus. Y'all, Tommy got me all worked up. <laughs> I mean, because honestly, me, listen, no, no, because y'all I, don't I, understand what I have been through on a football field. I get with that. Coaches. And you don't understand as a mental health professional that has been in the field for 10 years, mm-hmm. that story hits so many nerves for me yeah. it continues to it because there's me too. so much more to it she is cutting herself she's doing yes. all of these things it is so much more to it and the fact that the community of running and not even just elite but just people on a daily basis saying oh she's thick she's not gonna be able to do this oh she needs to lose weight coaches that are not elite telling athletes you need to lose weight or you're not gonna meet your goal <clears throat> there are things that are being said not even on the athlete on the elite standpoint that needs to be worked on so that's just it's just a nerve that strikes strikes with me anyway <laughs> um as i said i agree mm-hmm. there should have been things in place once she started breaking down okay definitely there should be we agree on that yeah we agree on that but he, yeah but if you need to get your ass off that line you need to get your ass off that line i'm I, sorry yeah. Any, anyway yes you had some uh, Black Friday. Yes. Yeah, so a couple things that I just wanted to um, just to highlight. So uh, for those that will be doing Cyber Monday, Black Friday, that's coming up for the holidays. There are some races that are doing discounts for Friday and Monday. Cleveland Marathon, Pittsburgh Marathon, Niagara Falls Marathon, as well as Buffalo Marathon. So those are a couple that I saw online that were doing like discounts. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely check those out if you are looking to... Um, Get some discounts or get into some long runs, not long runs, Laura, get into some marathons on discounts because we know those can be a little pricey. The long, yeah, definitely. Right. So um, are we ready for our interview? I think we are Okay, ready. well, we're about to bring him on now. All right. All right, we are back with yes. a great guest, Mr. B-Fit himself, Brandon Alexander. How you doing today, man? I'm good. How about yourself? I am doing wonderful. It's great to finally talk with you. Uh, Like we were saying kind of off air, we kind of have run across each other a little bit. Um, and but never really, really kind of got a chance to talk. So mm-hmm. definitely, I was like, you know what? I, I want to interview this man. See, you know see what? I'm seeing what he's his about. face too, and he's he talking about he's seen me at races. You better speak next time, Brandon. I don't, I don't bite. I promise, I don't bite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely will. You know, I, I will now. I got you. Okay. Now, Brandon, real quick, and you don't have to. We can be long. Whatever your story is, kind of you know people who don't know who you are and don't know what. Uh, be fit is um, just kind of introduce yourself to our audience. Okay, real quick. Um, well, I started my uh, journey uh, maybe about five, going on six years ago, 
And it all started from, you know, my name is Brandon. So I started, uh, I did it with a simple post on social media, like, um, going, who wanted to meet me for a workout mm-hmm. at the local high school? So I made that post and I, man, I was overwhelmed. I was, I was shocked. A good 20 people showed up for just a simple workout. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't have, I didn't have nothing in mind, no routine, no nothing. I was just going along with, the, you know, what I was going to do. And then from there on, man, I just, we took it and we ran with it. Nice. We've been going, like I said, now, BC has been going on for about, going on six years. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, we run, we operate right out of here, right, uh, Perry and Wayne Robbins. And mm-hmm. we just a local team. We just a local team, man. It doesn't matter, male, female. We just love to get together. We do fit camps. We do anything you can think of. We, from the step to the cycling, we do it all, man. Wow, so you said I didn't know it was that far south. Warner Robins, that's 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 almost down past or down by Macon, right? Is that kind of where it is or yeah, in between? Well, we like thirty, maybe twenty, thirty minutes from below Macon. Okay, yeah. I got you. So yeah. you've been making it up to Atlanta a lot then, because right. I got I've seen you yeah, at a few races up here. Yeah, you know y'all y'all real family in Atlanta, man. Y'all y'all are the truth, man. I, I love y'all. Y'all love y'all. <laughs> y'all I promise you, I'm trying to get it down here the same way. It's gonna happen. It's gonna yeah. Happen. yeah, you yeah. should connect with um, Jerome. What is Jerome's last name? Jerome is Jerome's part of us. That's my. Guy. Okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure that you connect with him because obviously he's up here all the time too, and I know yeah. he's in he's in that area. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure. I was gonna try to yeah, help you well, out. That's my guy. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, Brandon, how did your personal? fitness journey or like were you like an athlete in high school and just kind of continued or what 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 made you get back into get so into the fitness scene it's crazy because um it's actually this month it's actually diabetes awareness month mm-hmm. and my my wife suffers from uh well not suffer but she uh she has diabetes and it, it runs kind of on her on her side of the family mm. so i remember on our last our last pregnancy with our, uh, Haley, she's sick now. Like I said, she's sick. And she, uh, you know, being a diabetic and being pregnant, is, you got to be very careful uh-huh. of how you eat and, you know, exercise and all that type of stuff. So I'll never forget the day the nurse had to, she had to get a nurse had to come by the, the house almost daily or every other day. Mm-hmm. And uh, her being diabetic, she had to get a shot in the stomach. So I, back then, I mean, I wasn't aware of diabetes. I, I knew about it, but I wasn't aware of the specific that it could have on you. Mm-hmm. And um, she she had to get a shot in the stomach. So I'm like, what's going on? You know, I'm freaking out. I'm like, you pregnant? You getting a shot, this shot in the stomach, multiple shots. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, ever since then, man, I looked up, you know, how a diabetes can affect you. Then it just moved on from high blood pressure and, you know, high cholesterol and all that type of stuff. So then... I went to the doctor. I was weighing 320, 320 pounds at the time. I'm 247, well, 265 now, but my lowest was 247. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, you know, if you don't get, if you don't get your life together with, you know, with better health and fitness, you know, you're going to be borderline diabetic and, and everything else as well. I'm like, no, doctor, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of needles and all that. Right. You know, regular doctor do. So I, I had that from then on, man. I took off with it, man, and I ain't never looked back. Well, that's oh, good. Wow. You know, we talk about how individuals don't go, especially 
in the African-American community. We yeah. don't go to the doctor on a regular and we don't want to go. So you got that wake up mm-hmm. call. And now <laughs> you're like, listen, so yeah. I don't have to come see you all the time. I'm going to get my life together. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Especially as me, African-American men. Right. Yeah. Oh, we probably work with it. Oh, yes. we're, we're horrible with yes. going to see the doctor. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I done had to pay a fee because I didn't go to my appointment. <laughs> yeah, I ain't going. <laughs> So yeah, I completely understand. So where did you start off with when you when you figured it? Okay, so you he told you you had to do something. Where did you start? Like, what did you start lifting? Where did you start to try to 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 bring down the weight and get healthy? Well, I started with I did something what I call you know just my thing. I call it a cutback. Mm-hmm. What I did because I, I didn't want to go straight you know the diet and trending diets and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So everything. So my eating habits and drinking habits. Were terrible, especially with sodas and just sugary drinks and juices and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I just, what I did was everything I accumulated within a day or normally accumulate within a day of eating and drinking or whatever, I just cut it in half. Okay. Before I even started working out, I just cut everything in half. Mm-hmm. So like if I had, you know, a certain amount of sodas, I just cut it in half. And, then just, and I just gradually started from that. Then maybe a few months, I lost 20, I maybe about 15, 20 pounds in maybe a, a couple of three months. Oh, maybe wow. a couple of months or three months. And that was that was just on cutting, just cutting back on the sodas and stuff like that, right there. What I was doing, and then I incorporated. I met uh, a young lady uh, named Denarva King, and uh, and some other people as well. But she was like, you know, we all got that rim bully. (laughs) (laughs) I never forget, man. I did my I did my first five k. And I struggled, brother. I'm talking about people with strollers with passing me, people with dogs, older Listen. people. I was like, no. Know that feeling all too well. <laughs> I'm telling you, and she, she grabbed me, man, and she she brought me into this to this fitness world, and I met many other people that just has motivated me, man, and I, I just started running. I love cardio. Cardio is my mm-hmm. thing. The weightlifting, I, I've done it, but I'm never consistent with it. Mm-hmm. it, it the weightlifting hurts. Yeah, it can. <laughs> <But> yes. My, <laughs> With my job, man, I try to go to work this morning or whatever. I was like, no, nah, I can't do this weightlifting. Let me just go run three miles. I just run, run three miles and go back home. I hear you. But, uh, yeah, I started with cardio, man. I just stuck with it. Nice. Gotcha. So how long did it take to get from your your, your largest weight? Because I know you said the cutback did about 20 pounds. But how long did it take yeah. you to get from your largest size to what you said? Your, your, you were, would you say 247 was the, the lightest you were? Yeah, 247 was light as I've, I've been. I'm 265 now, mm-hmm. and I started I started at 320. And you know, honestly, man, I didn't even I didn't even I didn't even keep up with it. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even I can't even tell you. Maybe I say maybe a, a, a year or a little over, little over a year. But if I could imagine, if I would have went straight like on these diets or whatever, it probably could have been a lot faster. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't rushing. I wasn't rushing the weight. I was just rushing. I was I wasn't rushing it. I just was concerned about how I feel and how yeah. my numbers look and everything else. Well, you know what? It sounds like to me that you started to make it a lifestyle instead of a, a diet. And I think that's what a lot of people fall into. They fall into these diets and they can't hold on to it. And they yeah. go cold turkey right. on cut carbs, cut this, cut this, cut meat. Da, da, yeah. da, da, da. And then they can't hold they on can't to it. And then they, it. Yeah. yeah, they can't sustain it. And they yo-yo it. So I think that your way, I'm not saying it's the best way, but I'm just saying like your way is probably a more sustainable way of making it a lifestyle to say, you know what? I'm just going to change these things. I'm going to still treat myself. So I'm going to cut it in half. <laughs> 
have. You know, because when you go cold turkey, it, it does make it difficult to keep it. Yeah, when you go cold turkey, eventually you're going to binge. Yeah, That's usually what happens. Binge. Like, you're going to eventually And that snap. one time, because I, I speak for myself, that one time, it's like the diet is over. I had that one bite, and it's like, oh, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. So. Oh, man. So. When I do go cold turkey, when I go strict, very strict, back when I was running, like, races heavy, like, I did one, my second year, I did a race every month. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I had, if I had, if I had, any, it was just a goal of mine. If I had anything over a 10K, uh, i probably go streak just to, because you know that, that when you running, that E will tell on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But he, he so that's, like, the only time I really go streak. But then I just go back to, you know, like I said, treat myself every now and then and just lifestyle type. Right. So yeah. what does strict look like for you? What does oh, your diet look like? Everything, everything baked, all veggies, no sweets, no, no sodas, juices, no nothing. Just it's, it's it's basic, but it's strict for like a certain amount of time. Gotcha. So like, you know what I'm saying? Everything, everything is baked, veggies, and water. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Gotcha. Now let me ask this because I mean I, the whole diabetes thing came apart because of your wife. Um, so do you get the whole family, the kids and everybody involved in this be fit um, as far as everybody eating healthy? I fight with that right now to this day, brother. <laughs> I, tell, I tell people quick, man, the, the biggest, when you're trying to live a, a, a healthy lifestyle, I tell people, a lot of people laugh, but I'm saying it's true. The biggest temptation that you're going to come across is your family and your coworkers. I believe that. Yeah, I definitely and, believe that. Because you know what we're gonna do. We gonna when we get together as a family. We are gonna eat, and you know, most nine times out of ten, it's not gonna be all healthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you know, you got something going on at work. They're gonna bring them pizza and that pizza and them donuts and <laughs> everything else. That's my issue every week. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I'm with you on that. It's sweets at work that kill me Listen, every single my time. My company caters weekly, oh, like wow. from breakfast to lunch to everything, and it's like it's hard to say no. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yes, yeah. for sure. But the kid, the kid, my daughter, she's in, my oldest daughter. She's into cheerleading now, so she's um. I got to figure out. You know, she loves to do. It got. It has to be fun for her. You know, the mm-hmm. regular stuff I do is not. It's not fun for her. So mm-hmm. I'm working on that. You know, um, trying to do some kid fit stuff. And then my wife, she she's a very disciplined eater. She can be a disciplined eater, but she will not work out. She'll tell you quick. She said she loves to say, I, "I like to breathe." <laughs> 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 oh so I man, like I hear you. But uh, she, she's a very disciplined eater, though. So we just we'll we'll get it all in one accord soon, hopefully. I got gotcha. you. Well, you know, nutrition half the battle. So yeah. she doing that. Yeah, that's that's, that's definitely half the battle. <laughs> now, you, now you said you got a love hate with running. So give us an idea of like you know you said you ran a few. You said you ran a couple of half marathons. Is that correct? Yeah, he downplayed that yeah, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> so, um, because I know I saw you in Savannah, and I think you might have been doing the relay when I saw you in Savannah. Yeah, I, did, I, did the, I did the relay. Rock and roll, re- rock and roll relay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I got yeah, you. And, uh, I've done the Albany Snickers uh, half marathon twice. Okay. How's that? Yeah. I sign up for that thing every year and I don't ever go. <laughs> uh, you, it's the same with me because it's all flat. So okay. I, I kill that thing. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. when when we going to see you on a, on a marathon? Man, I just can't. I'll be talking to Jerome about that. I just don't, I can't see these legs going 26-2, bro. 
Let's see. You drink Jerome. Know. You drink Jerome Kool Aid. You gonna be because he running twenty six point two back to back. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. but to be honest, like I don't think I know. For me, I couldn't fathom running twenty six point two when I used to run halves. Like I didn't think about running a marathon. I'm like doing this twice for what? <laughs> like it, I yeah. just couldn't. So I get it. But you, I have a feeling he gonna get out there. Yeah, you should just go ahead. Just go look. Like I tell everybody, just sign up. Yeah. Let's go ahead and sign up and start training. People trying to, I got a couple of teammates that's trying to get me to do it in New Orleans. Uh, I think that's in March mm-hmm. or it April is. or something like that. Yeah. And I run New but, Orleans um, twice. It's a good one. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, but I, um, it's just, I don't know. I think my vision has changed as far as fitness goes. Okay. Because now I want to do something, uh, maybe like, I want to come to like a, Maybe like a small Spartan. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you should come up and do the one up in in Atlanta because they have a a sprint one mm-hmm. um, here yeah, every that's year. The one. I see that. One. Mm-hmm. I see that one. That's a good goal. Not everybody wants to be a marathoner, Tommy. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, Brandon, you know what? I had said one year I was going to do all these obstacle races, like the you know the, the Spartan stuff. Man, I did that one yeah. Spartan was like. You used to get so cut up and, and just, I did, your legs be all mm, rubbed. I did rugged man. I was so bruised. I said, somebody going to think I've been getting abused. This is horrible. Yeah, so I kind of left it alone. I do it mm-hmm. once a year. You know, I'll do one. But, yeah, I, I don't know how people can do. Like, they they have one that's like a half marathon. Mm-hmm, they know? do. Yeah, I don't know how people do that. Yeah, it gets intense. But I think that's a good one, especially yeah. if you're, you know, you're doing, that's a different fitness challenge than running marathons. I mean, the running yeah. is incorporated, but, you know, it's a different fitness challenge. And that's okay. We, yeah. I mean, we would love for you to come over to the 26.2 side, but we're not, yeah. no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. You I just know. tell not everybody want to be a marathoner, and that's okay. That's just fine. <laughs> um, I'm telling you, that would be a rough one for me, but I... I still keep it in the back of my mind, though. I still, I still think about it. I got you. We got one leg in, Tommy. One leg in. One leg in. <laughs> now, I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> one leg in. One leg in. Now, you said BFIT started um, about six years ago. You just kind of put out a post and everybody showed up. At what point did it become just not just a post and actually, because now, you know, you guys have shirts and I see you guys have teams right. and things like that. Mm-hmm. What, how did it do? It Was it just you? Did you kind of partner with somebody else and kind of get it going? How did it, it get to where it is now? Well, actually, I'm telling you, man, it was, um, it had got so big in the, in our area that I had, um, we were just doing fit camps weekly. Okay. So it got so big where, I, I I was I was I went in blind, brother. I didn't I didn't know what to do or nothing. So I got I had a brother named uh, Ronald King and uh, a guy named Lamont. Mm-hmm. So we, it was so big that we had like three stations. It was like the whole city was there. So we had broken wow. up in like three stations, and, and they helped me out for a while. And um, I, I definitely appreciate them for that. And then um. My work schedule got kind of crazy, so I had fell off for a minute. But then I brought it right. I didn't fall off too long, but I brought it right back. Mm-hmm. And uh, their schedules were different, so now I just, I just figured, man, I, I sat down, I studied, I, I, you know, studied my format, let my workout, what I wanted to do. I had my vision, wrote everything down. We just been rolling from there, man. That's awesome. We just been rolling from there. Yeah, I follow your um, Facebook page, and you are, you know, very actively posting. Um, I think yeah. right now you got the twenty-five day challenge. What's that about? Uh, you know, right now, you know, experiencing the journey. Of so many teams, and we have a page of 
a Facebook page of about 1,300 people, mm-hmm. which are mostly mostly local. And just being in the man, talking to them, and then experiencing for myself. Right now, this is what I like to call the the quote-unquote off-season, but it's not. Because so many people fall off due to, you know, the holidays. Mm-hmm. And yes, definitely. It being cold outside. Mm-hmm. And, and it's cold outside. That bed just holds you. Yes. Time, we gotta, we gotta keep and it's dark outside at 2 o'clock. Like, who wants to Right, that? right. <laughs> one of the things, one, so I like to push now harder than ever because I got to keep the ones that are with me or, you know, are part of the crew, I got to keep them active. So, you know, They'll say right now, well, I just start back January the first. No, we can't start back January the first. Mm-hmm. We got we gotta keep we gotta keep riding the waves. So we don't put this work in all year and then you just gonna stop when it gets cold. We just we gotta stop doing that. That's what we that's what we lose that. We can't yeah. lose like that. That's true. Most yeah. definitely. Because what they say, summer and spring bodies are made in the winter. Yeah, them summer you know bodies made in the winter. <laughs> I need to practice what I preach. <laughs> exactly, me too. Because I ain't going to lie. Hey, Brandon, I ain't going to lie. Thanksgiving, brother's about to it's eat. It's going down. <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> right, right. We're actually finishing up another challenge. Actually, tomorrow, uh-huh. I did on um, November the 1st, all the way to tomorrow. Well, we did uh, like the uh, no fast food, no eating out, no okay. soda juices, no, you know, all that no no stuff. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know, let's, let's do that all the way to tomorrow. And then Thursday, we right with y'all. I'm going in too. We're going to enjoy what I give. We're going to enjoy Thanksgiving. Right. Exactly. Um, so we, That's good. We I after that, December first, all the way to the 25th. We're going to have 25 days of fitness, but just a 15 minute, 15 minutes minimum workout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we just try to keep it going, man. All right. So fifteen minute minimum workout for twenty five days from the first of December to the twenty fifth. That's a good that's good. That sounds yeah. good. That sounds good. So any kind of workout. Any kind of workout they want to do, just fifteen minutes minimum. That's right. that's great. Now what does the future hold for B Fit? Do you have a a, a a vision in mind of where you want to take this? I do, man. I <laughs> you know, I, I I I don't like to call it I like to study. I like to study the um, people that are uh, experienced in the fitness world. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know, I studied a lot of places that's in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And um, my vision, man, is just, you know, I'm actually, actually going to happen in January. But it's not going to be mine, but I'm going to have a, actually a home. I don't have a home facility yet, like an indoor spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, coming next, in January, I'll be having a home for, you know, be fit. Uh, okay. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that group instructor. I'll be a group instructor. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. I mean, I just want to continue to still do it, um, you know, at different high schools. And I'm going to keep everything affordable for those mm-hmm. who, you know, because training, you know, fitness and training, it all can be high. Yeah. But it can be, but it's, it's also worth it, you know, if you got a good trainer or a good team or et cetera. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just want to keep everything. We're gonna keep everything affordable for people who you know just can't. But they just need. They need. They need to be healthy and fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's and that's a good yeah. vision. I mean, you know, once you get the uh, the home for Be Fit, let us know where it is. You know, mm-hmm. we might have to come check you out. Right. Well, do, a little, do, do a little field please. trip. <laughs> <laughs> we 
Most definitely. Now, um, yeah. also, you, we talked a little bit because um, that's kind of what I kind of made me want to contact you because I saw that you were trying to do some some charity work for the holidays. Um, talk a little yeah. bit about that or what you're trying to get accomplished for, for, for the holidays. Uh, like I said, we're just all trying to – we've actually done – we've done school drive, back to school drive. We've done, I think, for the last four or five years, we've done um, – we've never done a Thanksgiving one. I, I want to do one this year, but it kind of snuck up on me. Life, the, the wind of life kind of ran up yeah, on me, so you. I missed mm-hmm. that. And um, we, we are teaming up with uh, arresting uh, hunger – arresting for hunger It's a lot. Uh, a non-profit organization down here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, one of Robin's police department. Okay. And they do something where they take the kids, um, they accumulate, you know, funds or toys, whatever, and they take the kids individually shopping at, you know, the local toy stores and et cetera. So we're just going to be, I'm, I'm going to be collecting from my team just to team up with them to help those kids out as well. So, it's just it's just very simple, man. So I just I just be happy to be a part of it, just to be you know just want a blessing so I can get a blessing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I hear you. So if somebody yeah. wanted to not only get involved with that, but you know of course follow Be Fit, get involved with your 25 day challenge. How would they contact you? How would they you know follow you? Uh, give us your 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 tags. Oh, absolutely. You can um, Be Fit Instagram Be Fit underscore. No, I'm sorry. In Instagram, let me pause. <laughs> On my Instagram is B underscore fit 2000. Uh, my social media for Facebook is just, uh, you can personally contact me at Brandon Alexander or on the B Fit page and look for, I can, uh, what time do I can show them the logo? Um, then you can email me at B underscore fit 1982 at Yahoo. Awesome. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Well, Brandon, I mean, I don't want to cut you. Is there anything that we missed? Anything that you wanted to uh, talk to our audience about? No, man. I, I actually, I, I appreciate the opportunity of you letting me get out there, man. Like I said, I can't thank you in India enough, you know, for your social media posts, man. Y'all just keep me going. That Atlanta running company, that uh, family, man, y'all are doing great things and I hope to see y'all soon at another race. Uh, I, yes. did, I haven't did a race. I haven't did the last race I did was a 15k in Jacksonville. That was in February. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta get back out there. And I gotta find me. I want to finish. I want to finish with another half at the top of the year. So. Well, there's you one know, in January okay. that's free. I don't know if that's the top of the year you're oh, tra- that you're trying to do. Yeah, that's but the, uh, the re- it's the Red Nose Half okay. Marathon, and it's actually free, and it's in Columbus, Georgia. A lot of people do that one, yeah. A lot of people do that one. I believe it's January. I want to say it's January 12th, but it's the first, it's like between the first and second week of January, and it's free if you're really trying to do the top of uh, the top of 2020. (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, we got to get back out there. I'm with you. I need to get back out there myself. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that, uh, that, what's the the one in Savannah? The, the, um, the market is the the double pump. And like me, with that one in Savannah in December. Have you ever heard of it? Where no. you run the bridge? Uh, oh, is that the double bridge? I don't know about that one. Two bridges? That's not the two bridges. Yeah. No. Two bridges, the two bridges I'm thinking about is not in Savannah, though. 
Okay. Yeah, we'll have to look that up because uh, yeah, we might I might have to uh, partner up with you and, and meet you somewhere because I need to get my run back on too. So, so I will let you know. Two Publix is happening. That's a half marathon yeah, that you might want to do here in Atlanta. In that March. is the first uh, March first. Actually, is yes. the date of that race. So if you want to get yourself together for that, that's in Atlanta. Listen. Let me tell you, when they put a five k in there with a medal, they mess up. They messed up. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got He's you. He's like, yeah, I'll get this medal on this five. And okay, Jerome I'm good. probably already told him about Publix, too. That's probably yeah. why he said that, Tommy. I got you. Mm-hmm. Up with that one. Yeah. I hear you, but there are some halves that are coming up. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll shoot we'll we'll shoot your email with some races right. we'll be looking at. Okay, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Oh man, thank well, you so it's much. been great speaking yes. with you, Brandon. Um, once again, taking time out of the day to speak with us and um, everybody. Remember his tag. So if you want to follow him or get involved with the um with the charity event, be fit, be fit. There you go. All right, there man. you go. I just appreciate it all. Oh, my all pleasure. Right. Talk to you soon, man. All right, y'all have a good holiday. You too. Another great episode. Listen, he was awesome. Yeah, Brandon. Thank you so much again for taking time out of your day to speak with us. Yes. I need you know him what? up here in Atlanta. Until I was talking to Brandon, I forgot that Thanksgiving was coming. Gobble, it's gobble. Yes. yes. When we so post this episode, this is, it, will yeah. be it will be happy Thanksgiving. It will be happy Thanksgiving. So I'm sorry we forgot to say happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm sure uh, a lot of people will li- be listening yes. either before or after they that. Uh, mm-hmm. After they eat They're and be that half marathon. Right, exactly. You running, right? You run the half marathon? No, sir. I will be out of town. <laughs> I will not be running. I did three years of that. And you good? I'm you good? Okay, I got you. I got yes. you. So, yeah. India. Mm-hmm. How can I get in touch with you? All right. You can find me on Instagram at I underscore of underscore indigo. That's E-N-D-I-G-O underscore run. So that's I of indigo runs underscore and everything. You can find me on Facebook at India Cook. And you can also email me at milesfromindia at gmail.com. And you can email me at Thomas W. Mitchell, the number two, at gmail.com. Uh, Teamage68 on Instagram or at the Run Duel Instagram. Hit DM me, hit me up. Another great episode. Yes, it was awesome. We won't make it so long next time. No, we well, will I won't make it so long. Tommy's been here. Well, I won't make it so long. We will be back in December getting yes. ready for Christmas. Woo-hoo! Have a good one, everybody. All right, peace.